the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter is... Today on the podcast, our daily Broncos Blitz podcast, I want to give you the three keys to a Broncos win over Baltimore. Of course, this Sunday, the 2-0 Broncos look to start the season 3-0, and it is their first road game of the 2018 season. So a lot to get to on the podcast, but first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Love the place. Candied bacon, nachos, burgers, 70. Colorado beers on tap, just an incredible selection that you can choose from one of those cool places where you can go and sample all the different things and and learn well maybe a new favorite of yours that you can check out over at tap 14 that's tap 14 on the web tap 14.com spell out the word 14 for me tap 14.com three keys to a Broncos win over the Baltimore Ravens. Now, just to give you an update of where Baltimore is on the season, they are 1-1, one and one, uh, most recently losing on Thursday night in Week 2 to the Cincinnati Bengals. That was a road game for them. They lost 34-23, and uh, they absolutely boat-raced Buffalo 47-3 in Week 1. But, of course, we kind of know where Buffalo stands as far as an, an NFL team. Uh, they're not very good. Uh, first big key of the game is going to be when the Broncos are on defense. And I'm looking at the Broncos' defensive line versus the Ravens' offensive line. Now, the Denver Broncos' defense comes into Week 3 uh, with one of the more premier defenses in the league, not only against the pass, because, of course, we know about those pass rushers, but also against the run, too. The Broncos' run defense ranked Third in the league with an 80.0 rating, and that, of course, according to Pro Football Focus, our friends at Pro Football Focus at ProFootballFocus.com, while Baltimore's run block grade ranks second to last. That would be 31st in the league. It has just not been very good. And I tell you what, this Ravens rushing attack, um, Alex Collins, who maybe uh, every kind of bunny thought when he was going to break out, it just hasn't been the case to start. In fact, Alex Collins has a three-yard lead over Lamar Jackson for most rushing yards on the team, followed quickly by Dixon, who is third. Uh, both Phillip Lindsay and Royce Freeman have doubled the rushing yards that anybody on the Baltimore Ravens staff has. So that kind of gives you an idea of what the Ravens have been so far this year. They really have been one-dimensional. So if the Broncos can control them on defense in the trenches and really pigeonhole the uh, Ravens, Back into that one-dimensional offense where you're throwing the ball 50, 50 times a game, 55 times a game, and that's exactly what Joe Flacco did in Cincinnati. Now you're putting them in a bad spot where you're overusing a quarterback that I just don't think is going to get it done. When you talk, when, when you talk about Joe Flacco, you're talking about a guy who wants needs to throw the ball 30. 35 times, maybe 40 tops, right? 55 times is just not the case. It resulted in two interceptions for uh, the Baltimore Ravens against Cincinnati as well as a fumble. That offense just did not look good. So uh, if they can get them into that one-dimensional offense, it could be huge for the Denver Broncos moving forward. Now, of course, uh, the Broncos 
will have their opportunities in the passing game as well, too. Cincinnati sacked Joe Flacco four times last week. This is Denver Broncos defense that did not get to Derek Carr as well as they could have. Uh, only sacked him once, but of course, definitely hit him, made sure that they were known and they were there inside of Derek Carr's brain. If you kind of have that same situation, that same concept of just making sure Joe Flacco knows he better throw that football real, real quickly or else Von Miller and company are a coming. And again, Von Miller does come into the game, the NFL's sack leader with four sacks so far on the season. So certainly something to watch the Broncos defensive line versus the Ravens offensive line. I think if you win that battle, that is a major first step towards collecting a win on Sunday. And of course, thank you to our friends at Pro Football Focus for some of the numbers. Pro Football Focus, get 20% off your subscription to Pro Football Focus, the Elite or Edge memberships. Pod 20, that's Pod 20 for 20% off your Edge or Elite memberships over there at Pro Football Focus. My second key is going to be time of possession. And there's a couple things that branch out from this. Now, Denver and Baltimore both actually are very similar right now when it comes to time of possession. This all or four more makes towards them needing that advantage even more crucially for the offense. Because again, one team controlling the ball uh, on the time of possession means they're being effective on the ground. Means they're getting those key third down conversions to force the other team to play off balance. This also wears on the opponent's defense. And now you look at a Denver defense who could be vulnerable to the deep ball when it comes to John Brown, who comes into the day, the game with a 19.5 uh, yards per reception average. That is fifth in the NFL among wide receivers. So there is a deep threat there. But if you if you play it very much like the Oakland game where you're keeping things in front of you and you're not being deep by you're not being beat by the deep ball because look we've we've seen it before and I think Denver fans are uh, very well aware of how far Joe Flacco can throw the football. We won't open that wound again, but uh, they know that the deep ball is a threat. So it is going to be up to Joe Woods to make sure that depth is ready and that they don't get beat deep by a guy like John Brown. Now, on the flip side, this is a Ravens secondary that also can be a liability when the opponent controls the ball because you saw them last week, A.J. Green, Ty, uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, really being effective in the game, four touchdowns combined. Of course, they had 10-plus targets. This is a, a, a duo that, um, you know, you, you look at A.J. Green, obviously, and the effectiveness of him. But Tyler Boyd also was an effective option for the Cincinnati Bengals. And certainly, Denver will have their options as they just got him everywhere, from Emmanuel Sanders to Demarius Thomas, Cortland Sutton, and maybe the tight end gets involved. Jake Butt getting a little bit more action, of course, last Sunday against the Oakland Raiders, which was obviously a very pleasant situation. Surprise for the Denver Broncos. So time of possession going to be crucial to keep those defensive fresh throughout the game because on that side, a lot of those statistics, of course, too, uh, do match up as the uh, Bengals and Broncos lock heads this Sunday. Of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Want to uh, get to our third key in this football game, and that kind of goes hand-in-hand what I just talked about, particularly with John Brown, containing the deep threat. Because, again, Joe Flacco, he's got a big arm. And, of course, we remember from a a cold, frosty night in uh, January, <clears throat> the uh, Mile High Miracle. Um, moving on, uh, Joe Flacco can throw the ball deep. 
Uh, and John Brown can catch deep passes. 19.4 average. Fifth in the NFL, yards per reception among wide receivers. So this is a Ravens offense that, while doesn't pose a major threat to score in bunches, they can go over the top, particularly in those back-breaking situations where it's maybe third and long after a, a, a short run on first down, maybe a, a loss on second down, and you're really just going YOLO and you're, you're throwing up YOLO balls. This is something that Denver needs to be careful of because they, they made it a point. They made it a point in the Oakland game that they were not going to get beat by the deep ball, and that's fine. Look, I uh, everybody wants to look at Derek Carr's stat line and say, oh my gosh, 29 for 32, 288, he had the touchdown. Uh, he had a tremendous game against Denver. It, kind of, but let's remember, that was a death-by-paper-cut scenario. Denver allowed Amari Cooper to get all those underneath passes. Jared Cook? Not so much on the effectiveness like Will Disley was in week one. Jordy Nelson didn't beat them long. Martavis Bryant didn't beat them long. That is ideally what you want if you're the Broncos because I think you go into this game as the better team. This is a Denver Broncos team that is very good on offense, and certainly we've seen them be at times extremely effective on defense. This is a game where Denver's strengths match up with Baltimore's weaknesses. So uh, I I, th- I foresee this being a very, very winnable game on the road for the Denver Broncos. I don't see anything that Baltimore scares you about. And um, certainly the one to kind of keep an eye on, you know, if you were going to sleep with one eye open, it's going to be watching that containing the deep threat, uh, because certainly that is something that Baltimore has done with success so far this year. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, our daily podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Uh, well, give me a follow because, of course, we do Fan Tuesdays on the uh, podcast. We do game previews, interviews with players. I'll be in the locker room tomorrow chatting up with the players, getting discussion ready as uh, they get ready to leave on a plane. Well, and head to Baltimore. And uh, play their first road game of the year as they look to go 3-0 and on the season. Of course, you can catch the daily podcast, the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com where we have all kinds of great written material over there from uh, Zach Seegers to uh, Justin Michaels, Sean Drotar, uh, Rich Kurtzman, TJ McBride. Lots of great stuff over there at MileHighSports.com. Strongly encourage you to go on over there and check it out. So a lot of good stuff over there at MileHighSports.com. Be sure to check that out. Follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. You can follow along on game day when Mile High Sports, of course, tweeting out on Twitter at Mile High Sports as the Broncos get ready to go on the road for the first time this year against the Baltimore Ravens looking to improve to 3-0. and oh. Quick little injury report, of course, when it comes to the Broncos because it is Thursday, so that is a big day when it comes to injuries. Now, Case Keenum back on the field. That is a big one for them. Of course, the knee injury, more of a precaution on Wednesday. Uh, Adam Jones, Brandon Marshall not practicing as well as Jared Verdeer, but he was out there kind of mingling around. So certainly uh, there are things to watch. Now, Valdir was out with the helmet, but we'll see. Uh, really don't know how effective he was really in practice. So certainly injuries are to watch. The Broncos certainly will be, uh, well, they'll get a test with Baltimore uh, we'll see how they do. And, of course, you can stay updated on the Broncos Blitz podcast at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. Of course, make sure to check out MileHighSports.com for all the great Broncos news, our daily podcast. And, again, we're taking this podcast on the road here shortly as, well, you look at, 
the Broncos, and uh, maybe you want to join me at Tap 14. We're 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Want to watch the Broncos game with me? Be sure to hit me up on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K on Twitter. For that, that's about going to be doing it for our Broncos Daily Podcast, the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can find more of it at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com for a complete archive of the podcast and stories on the Broncos at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Sports.com.